T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I do wonder, and I know there are people that are close to Kraft who wonder, if he can turn on the humanity in that final meeting, does that sway Robert Kraft, who not only has committed to him for another year contractually, and so will be owing him money if he does plan on firing Bill Belichick, but for someone who is, I think in a good way, an emotional person (laughs) whose strength might be in his humanity, and And so does he flip that switch, Bill Belichick, when he steps into his boss's office about a week from today? Flipping the humanity switch to what Bill Belichick is going to do. Final hour, Jones and Mega with Arcan here on WEEI. We'll get to Meg's planning coming up about 30 minutes from now at 530. We also have picks for tonight in Bet Roulette at 545. Stay tuned for all that. Uh, That was Phil Perry on the Patriots Talk podcast with Tommy Curran. Just the idea that Bill could come in and schmooze Kraft back into his job. I hate that we're talking about that, and I think that's a a hypothetical from Phil Perry uh, because I think Phil has said this, and maybe he even said it at a different point on the podcast. Like, he believes Bill will be out. Curran has reported he's out. Breer said the other day it's uh, more than 50-50 or less than 50-50, rather, that Bill would return, more than 50-50 that he'll be out. So... I just hate the idea that he can schmooze his way in by turning on the charm for 45 minutes and getting Kraft to either change his mind or if he was on the fence, uh, influence him into bringing him back. Like, Robert, and I've been saying this now for a while, this was the year where you, you owed something to Bill, you got nostalgic about the six championships and everything you were discussing earlier, Mego, like the banners... Gillette Stadium, Patriot Place, his giant scoreboard, his even more giant lighthouse, everything down there, the, bringing him back after last year's debacle, which seems like debacle, small d, compared to debacle all caps this year. But last year was a mess. You brought him back after that. You probably shouldn't have. You, you, you've made yourself more than whole with Bill. You made up whatever you owed Bill Belichick by giving him the opportunity this year year 
And so you don't need to bring him back and do it again. And I, I personally, and I bet a lot of Patriots fans are like this, I can't do this again next year where they're 2-6 and six or they're 4-8. and eight, They're going nowhere. We sit here and every other day we're like, so do you think Bill's out? Mm, do you think Bill's back? Is Kraft going to bring him back? Who do you want to replace him? Is it Gerard Mayo? Gee, what about Brian Flores? Don't forget about Mike Vrabel. I can't do it again. I can't do that again. And I, I hope Robert Kraft doesn't get won over by some Bill Belichick PowerPoint for 45 minutes after 20-plus years of him being a pain in your ass and three of the last four years where they've been bad and five years where they haven't been up to standard and it's backslid and he's 71 years old and the team's going nowhere fast, I hope he doesn't get won over by some breakup meeting on Tuesday of next week or whatever it is. Well, I wonder how much of the charm offensive, if that's what Bill Belichick decides to turn on, how much of it includes an actual roadmap? Because so much of the failures of this franchise over the last several years, for the most part, seem to be from a lack of plans, <laughs> a lack of planning after somebody leaves, whether it's Josh McDaniels or Tom Brady, or we can go through any number, Dante Scarnecchia. You can't blame Bill Belichick for people leaving. I mean, you can put some blame on him for Tom Brady leaving, but Tom Brady wasn't going to play forever, no matter where he was. He wasn't going to play for you forever. Maybe you would have gotten two more years out of him, and everybody would have liked that. Maybe you would have gotten another ring, but whatever. Eventually, that was going to end. Like, people are going to depart, but you can blame Belichick for not having the contingency plan. Okay, Josh McDaniels goes, I'm bringing this person in to be offensive coordinator, and they actually know what they're doing. They're not going to have to learn on the job with a second-year quarterback. Like, all of this, same thing with Cam Newton. I think that you can point back and blame Belichick for that, but I also think it's just this year has gone just about as bad as it could, and it it's just so clear. Like, I think all all Jonathan has to do in that meeting is lean over to Robert and say, Germany. Germany, yeah. Germany, Germany. Or that was that. your big stage for, that was your Super Bowl for the season. What was the and week, Arkan? And it was Arcan? a disaster. What was the week, Arkan, where he's like, we're just we're just not good enough? Yeah. What was that week? Was that? That was the Germany game, I think. No, I thought it was prior to Germany. Germany uh, game was when uh, Robert Kraft put his head down in his puffy jacket. <laughs> right. There's so many low points. Right. And it's just like, guys, what are we doing? Don't get one over because Bill decided to flip on was the charm the for the Saints first time in 20 years. Was it the when he said that, we're just not good mm, enough? I it was it, right after Dallas. Yeah, I forget. I don't recall when it was. Because it was those back-to-back No, weekends. it was against Washington. Thank you. It was against oh. Washington. Thank you. Doesn't get any lower than that, Mego. You I was lose to Washington. That game, so. Does, doesn't get any lower than that. Um... Let me hear Bedard real quick, and then I want Arkan's thoughts on the other side. Because you said, how did you phrase it, Mego? You're, you're curious he's going to go in on the offensive or the whatever? charm offensive. Bedard says he's got a game plan, and uh, here's I'm how he lays it out. ...by, you know, people who know Bill and know the particulars in this, that, that number one, Robert Kraft is conflicted. Like, he doesn't want to have to make this decision. The other thing is, is that they expect Bill... Bill knows, and we've heard reports, including Mike Giardi at BSJ, who have who've said that Bill has told people close to him that he's un- he knows that his future here is cloudy at best. People close to Bill say that he is going to go in on the offensive, that he's going to have a game plan, knowing that Kraft is probably going to talk about you know an elegant solution, and what's Bill going to offer, and and is that going to work? Including, I mean, I think Kraft. At his baseline, he would love to hear Bill say, you know what, I can't do the personnel side anymore. You know, I agree with you. This is why it's gotten here. 
so I'm open to X, Y, and Z. But I can't find anybody who thinks that type of solution is going to work out well for the Patriots at the end of the day. I don't see it being realistic either. Like, it would, Bill is going to allow some personnel guy to come in who's not like one of his guys, right? Well, let, let's start here. Is it realistic no. that Bill goes into that meeting with that proposition? Oh, Hey, no. I'll seed personnel power. No, that would be like a craft haggling. I'll seed it to a person of my choosing. No, right. I Maybe. mean, that, that I could see. Yeah. Who I can just punk around and tell him what to do. Yeah. And then Joe yeah. Judge is just standing in the shadows. <laughs> no, it's like, you know, what's the kid's name? Why can't I think of his name? What's the, uh, thank you. He'll leave Grow in that. Oh, yeah, sure. Matt Grow can take on more personnel power, but really he's just a Bill guy. Like I can see Bill doing that, but that would be dumb by Robert Kraft. So how does how does Bill go into Robert on the offensive? What's his game plan, Arkin? I would think it's either either he retires, he walks in and says, I'm retiring, that's it, I'm out of here, and that's my that's my plan, or he walks in has some kind of plan. I don't think he's going to come in with no plan. I think he's going to come in and say, hey, listen, this is what I want to do with the draft pick. This is what I'm going to do with the free agent money. I think that we can rebuild it. I think it's going to be quick and that we can get right back to a, a good spot. And, hey, by the way, look around. You know, Look around at this whole area right here. Look at these uh, championship rings that I'm wearing on my fingers that I wore for this meeting today. Remember all of that and remember who did this for you and who made you the owners that you are today. It was me. And I think there's going to be a lot of that. I mean, listen. Bill Belichick may be very charming. We've seen him, you know, in certain settings. Usually when it's talking about the old Giants or Army Navy or something like that, he can ring, be, you ring know. Ring cameras. And all that, too. Uh, he can he can do that. I don't know if that's the way it's going to be in a, in a negotiation where he feels like he's being slighted. I just don't know that charm is the, is the tack that he's going to go with. So I think there's a couple of things he could do. Number one, it just depends on what he knows. I mean, he knows if Robert forced Bill O'Brien on him. He knows if Robert forced Mac Jones on him and wouldn't let him go to Zappy after the New Orleans game or, or whatever, after the Dallas game. If he wanted to go to Zappy earlier and crash, like, we're not doing that. He's a first-round pick. We're not doing that. Bill knows. I have no idea. I have my own theories and beliefs, but I, I don't know the answer. And so Bill would know. And if Robert forced his hand on some things, Bill can say, well, look, Robert, you wanted Bill O'Brien. If you just want to let me stick with Patricia and Judge like I wanted to do – it wouldn't have been a third offensive coordinator for Mac Jones. Arkans cried about that on Mac's behalf. It wouldn't be a third offensive coordinator in three years for him. We would have started at a higher point. We wouldn't have had to start over. We were better a year ago. You made us worse, in effect. Or if you would have let me go to Zappi, like, I don't know what he could prey on there, but there might be something there. The other thing is what people keep saying over and over and over again. And I'm sure you've seen these tweets making the rounds. This is forwarded to me by uh, uh, someone on Twitter. I'll get you the name in a moment. But it's if... You reversed, you just flipped what happened in all one-score games, what their record would be. So if you just reverse the Patriots' record in one-score games, they would be 8-8 eight and eight and on the cusp of making the playoffs. They'd have to win another week and hold off some of the teams behind them. Come on. Okay, but I don't buy that. That's garbage. Like, the Bears would be in the playoffs. The Vikings would be the number two seed. So, like, if you want to play that game, you got to look at some of the other teams and how it would impact them. The Chargers would be 9-7. and seven. So, like, if Bill wants to make that case, then I guess we should have kept Brandon Staley's job, right? So, I don't buy that. Is it possible Bill comes in and says, look, we lost a bunch of one-score games, and if we improve this, that, and the other thing, we'll be winning those one-score games, we're back in the playoffs, and I can present it to you easily. Like, I could see Bill bringing that to Robert. That's a loser card to play. 100%. I just, I hope it wouldn't fly. Yeah, I would hope that Robert Kraft would see through that in a second and say that's not how we got six championships is by saying we were so close to not losing these one score games 
You got those by winning those one-score games and also pounding other teams' heads into the ground. And, Arkan, you've been saying this. This was like the brilliance of Bill Belichick, wasn't it? It's like winning and executing in uh, clutch spots. Yeah, situational football, all that sort of thing. At the end of the game, can you can you get in the field goal range or whatever? Can you, can you get that game-winning drive? Bill Belichick, I mean, listen, offensively, what's Bill Belichick contributed to this team? In the last couple of years, like on offense, I know you guys laughed at me when I said Bill's best and most suitable uh, next job would be a defensive coordinator. I, I love this take. But, I mean, is that not what he is on this team right now? Like, what does he contribute no, to the offense? No, he's coaching the offensive line. It really? I mean, is he is he really, like, coaching up that offensive uh, line? So, he's in there every so, day. I know that Curran said that he was the other day, maybe giving them a little more attention. But, really, I mean, come on. He doesn't coach offense. He's been all about the defense. He only drafts for the defense. He only cares about the defense. It just sort of seems like... You know, if that if that's what he comes into to the craft meeting with, well, hey, you know, if we just do the one score games, then things will all change. That means he's going to keep doing it his way, which is just defense and ground okay. and pound well, crap, which is not really tenable in 2024 in the NFL. It's just not. I agree. Like, I, I, I hope that's the way Robert Kraft sees it. But as Phil Perry says, maybe he could be one over. And as Bedard says, he's going in with a game plan trying to save his job. If you believe the reporting, which I do. So, OK, is Robert going to be swayed? I hope to God not. He shouldn't be. He should look at it and go, Bill, this this was your second chance. Last year was a mess, too. And it's even messier this year. Thanks for the memories. We'll see you. Good luck in L.A. Good luck with, you know, whatever job opens up. Washington, Carolina, Dallas, Buffalo, wherever he winds up. Good luck. But this was your second chance, and you screwed it up. Bye. 617-779-7937. What do we have coming up in Meg's planning today, Mego? I put out the call for listeners uh, to pitch some Meg explaining ideas today. Now, when did you do this? Because I, I know you had a, an original idea that you pivoted so off. So of. I did this this morning just because I wanted around Fall noon. Fall back because I wanted. Well, I like doing it once a week and collecting other people's ideas and then spinning them off as my own. Yeah, stealing so, them. Yeah, stealing them. Yeah, so I stockpile them. Uh, and I have one. A lot of these are New Year's focused, so I'm going to take this one because it's a very common one. Uh, worst people that you meet at the gym. Oh, that would require me going to the gym. But okay, we will get into that in Meg's planning. That's coming up at 530. Uh, real quick, it was Brian Knowles on Twitter who had the numbers on the the one score games. If Beyonce's you brother. <laughs> yes, right. exactly. It's yeah, Everybody knows it's Beyonce, Solange, and Brian with a Y. Right. Uh, so thank you for sending that, Zeke. Uh, I appreciate that. Arkham with all the latest and trending, and we're right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now back to Jones and Mego on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Have you had any conversation with Robert Kraft this week about your future with the team? Yeah, I'm looking forward to working, getting ready for the Jets here. Very expansive there from Bill Belichick earlier today, who uh, was asked about his love for the New York Jets. Deflected. I mean, he deflected on everything. He also said he was surprised at how bad the offensive tackle depth has been this year. That was entertaining. Like, gee. I'll try to find the guy who did this. I, as I, I didn't expect it to work out that way. Thanks, Bill. Uh, but he will not confirm whether or not any meetings will be happening between he and Robert. I'd imagine they sit down after the season. And the question is, have the Crafts done any legwork? I would hope. I, I don't have a high degree of faith they have. I, I have a high degree of faith. Bill has been looking out for number one and lining up a fallback option if the unthinkable in his mind were to happen in New England and he would be forced out, lose his job, whatever. I imagine he has a fallback plan. I I wonder if the crafts are there. I hope they are, but I, I have a lower degree of faith that they have things lined up and ready to go. And I'm a little nervous they're going to wake up on Black Monday and say, ah, crap, we better talk to Bill and figure all this out. And they're going to be behind the eight ball and continue falling behind further and further and further. So my fear is that, yes, indeed, Bill Belichick has his own lifeboat ready to go. And then on the other side, the Crafts feel, well, we're in a pretty good position because we have our head coach in Gerard Mayo and we have an offensive coordinator so in if, Bill O'Brien. If that's true, and if they're Mac, going to Mayo, Mac you're right. will be elevated to GM. So we're pretty much, we don't have to worry about looking but outside you, or anything like that. But you think it's Mayo still? I do, and I like Mayo, but if you're going to have Mayo there, I'm sorry, I'm just, I haven't been inspired by this Bill O'Brien offense, and I don't know, you can say he's been given bad players for what he's trying to do, or that it's just more of a personnel problem. I still can't say that I look at this second stint of Bill O'Brien and feel like, okay, that's the guy who I want developing a number two quarterback draft pick, you know? Like, I I can't look at that and say, yeah, that seems like a good plan forward. I can't say that I have so much confidence in Matt Groh and that Matt Groh is going to be the one that should be put in charge of the purse strings for the major free agency moves that you're going to have to make on in addition to an extremely pivotal draft. Yeah, so if, look, if they think Mayo's the next guy and they have all the time in the world to play this out with Bill, Fine, I at least understand that. I still would hate how that looks, though. It's like, so you're not going to interview anybody? 
Yes. You're just you're just going to sit there and just it's you're not such even a waste. you're not even going to bother interviewing anybody else or looking around. It's just well, we think Gerard Mayo's no, the guy. No, it's like we already know best. Right. Which and I it's would, in-house. Which is the exact problem with the Bill coaching tree and why I don't want to stay in it and I don't want anybody from this team coaching next year. No one on this coaching staff for that exact reason. Why don't you why don't you pop your head out, look around and see if there's something from outside the building where it would be new and innovative and different. And so I would hate that approach, but I would at least get it from the Belichick standpoint, the exit strategy with Bill. Why are they dragging their feet? They think they already have the next guy. Fair. 617-779-7937. We'll get to Meg's planning coming up about five minutes from now. In the meantime, this is Bill on the car phone. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, I just wanted to weigh in on this uh, big discussion that Bill Belichick might have with Robert Kraft. Is one issue that I haven't heard anybody really talking about, which is going to be Something like this, it's going to be, Robert, if you're getting rid of me, are you ready to walk away from the Patriot way? Um, you know, for years, Belichick has been doing this with the kind of budget that Robert Kraft wants to spend. Now, I know some people think that Belichick's responsible for this low budget. I actually believe Robert Kraft wants it that way. I've heard him say it time and time again in yeah, interviews. Well, and Bill, and, and brag about, you know, how... Well, we manage our cap and this and that and blah, blah, blah. So I, I agree. I mean, what, what, what owner wouldn't want to spend less and still win? Like, of course, you want to you spend less and get the highest result. Then you can thump your chest about it and be like, look, you spent all that money just to lose. Ha ha. So I, I agree with all of that. Do you, do you think the Patriots are going to spend this off, independent of Bill being there or anything else? Do you think they're going to spend this offseason? They have to. They so, have to. Their roster is full of so many holes. Okay, so I, And look at the positions they have to fill. I think so, too. I think but they will too. I, I, so, I, I, but it might just be a one-year shot in the arm, like it was in twenty twenty-one. But I, but you need a tackle. That alone is going to be spending. Like you, you need mm-hmm. so many. Yes. No, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that's one player. I'm just saying, if they spend on yeah, one player, be that's an expensive position. The only one who's going to get paid this offseason is Trent Brown. But I'm saying, if <laughs> they spend, you. if they spend on one player, I'm not applauding them for it. Is all I'm saying. It better be more than one player. That's my. That's the. Mm, like, so I was trying to when I was listening to Bill just now, the caller uh, was he is he saying the Patriot way is just being cheap. Or the Patriot way is like this philosophy. This oh, he at first I thought he was saying it in a romantic, like nostalgic sense. And then he's no basically saying Bill knows how to do stuff without spending money, and Robert likes that. Yeah. But he hasn't done that. Thank recently, you. That's what I was just going to say. He's been spending money. He's he could do it with Brady. He can't do it without Brady. So I don't know. I mean, we say this all the time, and I hate to just play the hits on this, but like it, the Patriot way was Brady. Jim's in Melrose. Go ahead, Jim. Yeah. I, I want to say that Bill Belichick still knows how to coach. Uh, I'm a giant, full disclosure, I'm a di- Giants fan who's 63 years old. The Giants have had two good coaches in my lifetime. It's not easy to get a good coach. Bill Hang on, who, who are the has, two? Who are the two? Oh, I'm sorry, two head coaches, I understand. I thought you were counting Bill. So you're saying Coughlin and Parcells. Got it, keep going. Yeah, right, right. And, and Belichick has given you six rings. He hasn't forgotten how to coach. It's hard to coach in the NFL. Okay, Jim, Jim, just real quick. I, I argue, did, do you think Coughlin lost it at any point in New York? Did he lose it at any time? Yeah. I don't think he stopped being a good coach. I think what happens is you have good players or you don't have good players. Okay, so you don't think Coughlin's age was a factor at any point in New York? What's that? You don't think his age became a factor eventually in New York? That wasn't the problem. Okay, so I, I would agree to disagree. He he doesn't want to uh, take the bait there, so fine. Not high in Dable either. Yeah, I, I don't know how you could be. Like, 
they they made the playoffs last year. Great. And now they're back out of it. It's what most teams do in the NFL, which is why I don't think it's all that hard to make the playoffs if you start over again next year, but another story for another day. So I just you're just telling me Bill's at no age, Bill will start to lose it. We can debate if it's 71 is the age, but like Bill could be 91 and he'll still know how to coach. I wouldn't say that. No. Bill could be 105 years old. He'll still, like at some point we all agree <laughs> there's an age. That would be a medical miracle. At some point we all agree there's an age though, right? And so it might not be 71, but like Bill's at some point, Bill is going to forget how to coach and, or he just won't get the league anymore. And that, that's my fear with him. He doesn't get the league. Or he'll just, like, fall asleep in meetings. You yes, know, like, right. this is what happens. Yes. Or text the wrong Brian. Congratulations on the new job. Thank you. But it's just like, do they do they look like a team that gets the league and is on the cutting edge of anything? And, and you mentioned the Chad Graff story. Like, this echoed, was it Callahan's report earlier this season where they don't have an analytics department? Yes. Okay. Graff wrote it a little differently. He said like a multi-person analytics department. So is there? They're like, this is our analytics department. It's one guy. His name is Tim. Yeah. It's it's Milton with his swing line stapler in the basement. Like it's just him. Like there's nobody else. So like, I just I, I doesn't feel like they get the league. So does did Bill at one point know how to coach? Of course, of course. And when he had Brady, he looks really really smart. But without Brady, it's one thing. And he's 71. And does he get cutting edge? innovative new uh uh you know plays and formations and trends and no my answer to that is no well even beyond 71 look look at how much the team gets penalized especially in the first half of this season but a trend that we've seen for several seasons even when they were playing well in 2021 they did not look like bill belichick football teams and i think it's too much of a i think it lets the coaching staff whether it's bill or feeling to communicate the goals to his assistant coaches who are here, like it's it's letting them all off the hook if you're just like, well, all the players have rocks for brains. Yeah. Like, come on, that's not true for every unit across the board. Bill thought he could win on special teams and defense. He was wrong. So I I, I don't know that he gets the league present day. Uh six one seven, seven seven nine, seven ninety three seven. More of your phone calls coming up. You can tune in for Keith and Fitzy tonight. They come your way at six o'clock. We have Bet Roulette, some picks for tonight on the way about fifteen minutes from now. Right now it's time for Meg Explaining. Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight-year-old? Do you need it broken down? It's so dumb. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? Well, lucky for you. I don't know how else to talk about it. Shut up, Meg. It's time for... Now I let you know! Meg explaining. Meg explaining. Today's Meg explaining comes from listener... V. Gemitrano? Sorry, that's your handle on Instagram. Yeah, V. Gemitrano, sure. V. Gemitrano. Yeah. And if you ever want to hit me up with Meg Explaining Pitches, you don't have to wait for me to put out the call. You can just, you know, slide into the DMs in a respectful way. It's at MegaWaffles22 on will Instagram. You, will with you only G. accept DMs? What do you mean? Like if Wait, somebody, is somebody going to comment on my picture? Yeah, I, I have a Meg Explaining Yeah, maybe. You? I don't know. I don't have Instagram. I don't know how it works. So they, get, you, they can't. They, how what, else do you? What if they submit one on like Twitter? They don't have to get in your DMs on Twitter. What if they do it there? Okay. I don't check Twitter as much these days. I'm going to be honest. Like I kind of, I'll follow, fire off a tweet and be like, haha. And then aside from game days, like I just am not looking at it. I lo- I'm not looking at mentions. So I'll the answer is no, just DMs. That's the only way to do it. Yeah, okay. pretty much. Right, just Sorry. It's just, you know, Twitter's a weird place these days. It's always been weird. It's a lot less fun recently. Anyway, V. Gematrano, his request was this. He says, I have been on vacation. How do you feel about people working out in fitness centers grunting? <laughs> so like a... 
Throwing the weights around. How is that a real question? <laughs> who could possibly, who could maybe possibly be on board you, with that? Maybe Freaks. it gets you fired up. Orlovsky. Or, yeah. Orlovsky sniffing shoes and he's like, yeah, yeah, more grunting. Let's hear you grunt. Maybe he's looking at me to see if I'm going to admit that I'm a grunter. <laughs> Done with that towel. Can I use it? Are you a grunter? No. Never been. Never not once. I, d- I haven't wait- lifted weights. So this is going to su- surprise people. Yeah. I have not done any weight training in probably like seven or eight years at least. Yeah. I'm at about 39. 39 years? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you've never done any weight I mean, training programs? I mean, very, very minimal. Yeah. You had to for sports in high yeah, school, I, right? I, we did. Yeah. But I didn't try very hard. I, ma- I mailed it. I was like a, I was like the Trent Brown of that weight room. But you also had a young, well, you still do, but I mean, you had to say you had to carry everywhere for a while. That definitely, the that, kids counts, are that heavy, counts as man. weight training. I, I was covering. Oh, I was, the kid? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's true. I was that, carrying my niece around the mall because I took my nephew and niece to build a bear over the break that we had. And yeah, it actually turned out really well, but I was carrying my niece and I was like. Oh, kids are heavy. Can you walk? Yeah, no, that like, that right. On. That's that's my weight training. Good point, yeah. Arkan. But keep going. So you're so uh, grunting. Who I could, hate a grunter. Who could possibly like that? It's well, I know there's jokes about this, like at Planet Fitness, you're not supposed to grunt or whatever. <laughs> I understand. I feel like it's gym by gym. If you're going to like a hardo guy gym where it's a lot of free weights and a lot of benches and guys are hang cleaning and everything, yeah. like that's a different kind of thing. And so I. I would probably accept grunting more in that. I don't like when I'm on the treadmill next to somebody and they're like grunting on the treadmill. On the treadmill? Yeah, you've never had that? It makes me really uncomfortable. No, I don't, I don't I'm go looking to the at you, Cambridge YMCA. <laughs> there was a big grunter on the treadmill who would be like slugging out miles. He's like, ugh. Running? Yeah. I'm That's like, insane. dude, just was take Was the treadmill going like really fast? No. Or? Was it like a steep incline? My guy was doing like five and a half, you know? <laughs> like, come on. Just... If you're not feeling good, just stop drenched in sweat. So, like, look, if you inadvertently grunt. Few people look good working out. If, you inadvertently if you're actually grunt, working out and you're pushing yourself, it's yeah. not a pretty picture. No. But the grunt is a lot. Okay, but if you inadvertently grunt, I bet most people are doing it to put on a show and then have the attention on themselves. But if you inadvertently grunt, well, like, whatever. But, like, do you expect people to like it and approve of it? Who on earth? Who wants to hear someone else if you're standing a in the corner grunting? If you're a grunter, you're like, yeah, that's just what happens when you're lifting weights. No, you know, or you're a CrossFit person. It, There's probably a lot of grunting in yeah, CrossFit. Then, right, exactly. That's not you right. Do the thing where you have the ropes and you're like throwing the ropes back and yeah. forth and grunting. Yeah, it's eyewash, is what it is. It's probably celebrated. It's fake hustle. It's like Marcus Smart diving on a loose ball he doesn't need to dive on to make a big show. So that's, that's what it is. It's eyewash. I don't like when people do it in the gym. But when two girls are playing tennis against each other and they're grunting, I like that. No, you don't. Is that weird? <laughs> no, you don't. I do. When they make this sound it's, like, ah! 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 That's, that's completely unnecessary. I, not- I turn it way up. <laughs> <laughs> Jones is a tennis snob, so he has a no, real lo- opinion on this. Well, I love tennis, but like, it's the, you think it's just women's tennis. It happens all the time in men's tennis, too. It's, ah! uh, it's, it's awful. I like it when the girls do it. Nadal? You should hear Nadal. <laughs> Like it's, it's the same thing. No, so it's, but it's just it's just a show. It's eyewash. It's putting on a show, drawing the attention on your. There's no way you need to do that. Zero chance. So I've made a list of the eight worst people at the gym. Okay. And grunting guy, because it's usually a guy, but I'll say grunting person is number seven. Do you want to hear the eight people? Of course. And weigh in. So that so grunting guy is not dead last, but they're next to last. Next to last, because okay. it's not that offensive. It's just okay. kind of like ugh. 
And again, okay. one one is the worst. One is the worst on the on the list of the worst. One is the worst of the worst. Yeah, we'll okay. go uh, least worst to worst. Okay, eight is weird workout person, and I've talked about this before. The person who's doing something weird, like I used to belong to this gym, the one that I quit because they were charging us for towels. Uh-huh. Uh, there was this woman who was always on the elliptical, and while she was on the elliptical, she would pretend like she was like conducting an orchestra, and I'm just ne- on the machine next to her, and I'm like, this is annoying. <laughs> like, like I just don't like this. That is annoying. Like she's uh. Willem Dafoe and Boondock Saints. Like yes! she's just, she's just, that's what she's doing. Was with, a fire fight! with the headphones, and I was like, "This is just distracting. It's just bothering me. I don't have a reason. That's it doesn't a real thing. Or like me. Dennis and always. Funny. Yeah, <laughs> it just bothered me. That's a real thing. So I said, "Number We're going seven to the fair." <laughs> number seven is grunting guy. Number six is phone talker. The uh-huh. person who talks on their phone on the gym floor is just unacceptable. But that's not like, just go the out gym. in the hallway. But that's anywhere. That's that's no, anything. In if like- you're walking around the grocery store talking on the phone, I'm not going to begrudge you that. You know, whatever. What? You're doing errands. Go you're somewhere. Two birds don't talk in your car. Don't do it in the middle of the grocery store. That's just as annoying. Oh, I don't think so. I yes. think sometimes. Well, one time I shouting at, hey, honey, what do you want me to get? It doesn't have to be shouting. But that, but that's that's what people do in public on their phones. Uh, I don't know. The phone talker at the gym is just also because then you're very distracted. So you're not really, you're probably turning into another one of these people who I'm going to put on this list. It's tough right. to have a conversation with someone while you're actively working out. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You're usually walking on the treadmill with a Starbucks cup in your <laughs> it's like container. Schrager. Which is something <laughs> I saw at the Beacon Hill BSC. So uh, number five is the gym self-filmer. Okay. So this is like... Something that's exploded in yep. the last three years mm-hmm. is the person who sets their phone up and they go in front of the mirror and they're like stretching or they're, you know, yeah, thirst trapping. Doing, yeah, yeah, they're doing like bent sure. over rows mm-hmm. and they got no shirt on. And I'm just like, Ugh. and I and I walk behind them and I'm like in these disgusting knee length gym shorts so I've, from I've 2003 seen the videos online but you're saying you'll actually see people doing that at the gym oh yeah, yeah. definitely or just like you know the selfies oh yeah. I'm stretching look right. oh, I'm glistening get my, come on get my gains in yeah. and then they get mad when anyone like looks at them right, right. <laughs> oh my god this guy's creeping on me right yeah, yeah. that's a lot of that yeah. what's your point yeah it's Harry and Megan okay yeah. uh number four naked person in the locker room we I both you know uh, everybody has this in the that happened in the ladies' locker room because in the, uh, in yeah. the men's locker room it's the what? old guys. It's yeah. also the elder ladies, yeah. and there's gravity takes its toll the same way. You haven't seen road. You haven't seen road trip, Arkan. You don't know how the women's locker room goes. That's okay, that's, right. that's how it happens in the women's locker room. <laughs> so yeah, naked naked guy is never a comfortable thing. Yeah, like not even in the sauna, just walking around, hanging out. Yeah, naked, literally. Yeah, yeah. If I ever see an out. old guy like working out when I'm at the gym, I wait until I know he's out of the because I know. If you go in there while he's you in want there. to go, you want to go in and be naked. Well, that makes sense. Yes, don't want you, to cross swords. You want to go in and be the naked guy. I get it. Uh, number three is person who never puts anything back. Mm-hmm. Whether it's weights, they take out a magazine, something like they just leave a towel around. Drives me nuts. That person must eventually lose their membership, right? Like that's got to. That's the kind of thing that you get yelled at. they're incriminated. I think they just leave, like, especially when you're walking around, sometimes these free weight sections are right next to the cardio section. I'm liable to, like, trip over one of these big, you know, free weights. I don't know. It's just, it, well, it's, it's very selfish. It it's a hazard me. is what it is. Okay. Number two, pig pen sweat guy. Sometimes sweat lady, which is the person who's just, like, so covered in sweat that they go sit on a bench, and there's just the big sweat mark on the bench, and then they get up, and they go to another machine they without don't wipe wiping down. it down. Okay, right. Or they use some sweaty-ass towel, and they just wipe the sweat okay, with the sweat towel, and it just get, makes the sweat go further. But if you're sweaty, what, like, you wipe it down. But if you're sweat, you can't control how much you're sweating. 
Yeah, but you don't need to like put your butt on everything. Okay, but maybe you do. If uh, depending on the machine, what don't am you? I supposed to sit? With? Right, exactly. Like, I don't like, know. You got to figure something out. No, no, We've no, done a whole no. section about deodorant. If maybe you not, need a different antiperspirant, and you need to put it down your pants. Yeah, but you can't put it all over your just, whole body. My yes, body is trying to cool down. It's something <laughs> so, that sweats an inordinate amount when he works out. Yeah. Like, you want me to die? No, because no, that's the other option. Is I sweat or I die? I sweat my boobs off when I'm working out in the gym. Wiping down the machine is a valid criticism. How much people sweat? That's not a valid. Criticism. Okay, do you want to hear the worst one? Of course. The worst one is machine. Number one. No I, no, I only want to hear the first seven. The worst one to me is the machine hogger, especially this time of year. If you go back to the gym and everybody's trying to be patient because everyone's going in for their New Year's resolution or just trying to feel better after the holidays, whatever. And you're on the machine, and after you finish, you're just hanging out on the machine, or you're trying to claim like three different machines or benches at once, mm-hmm. or you're doing some dumb circuit training, but your circuit has four different towels all over it because you're like, oh, bro, I actually have another rep to do on that. Like, it's just very selfish. This is not your home gym. If so, you're on the treadmill and it says there's a 45 minute max on the treadmill, you only get 45 minutes on the treadmill. We can all see how much time is on it. We're looking at your clock and we're standing and we're waiting. You're what? And I I don't want to get an employee involved because I don't want to be the person who has to go and talk to the manager. So, Karen, these are the these are the eight uh, worst ones. Which one do we think Mego out of those eight? Which one is Mego at the gym? It's got to be one. Um, I think uh, I'm naked person in the locker. <laughs> maybe <laughs> naked person in the locker, but I was also thinking like the heavy sweater. Yeah, she uh, she was she was very defensive. She did yeah. just mention uh, switching it to perspirants, and she's like, "You can't, you know, you can put it all over your I body." I am not heavy sweater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am you've, not. You shared that you get the night sweats, no, so if you're a night sweater, okay, am I too much? Sleeping at the gym? No, but are you all? Yeah, you but if, have you're, if you're sweaty in your sleep, you're probably sweating. Yeah. Exactly, you're probably sweating yeah. at the gym. None so of the above is so what I am. She's mm-hmm. been, no, you're none of the above. All of you. What are you the closest to? Closest to is probably printing naked guy. Big, big pen Na- naked person. <laughs> Jones, go to the gym with Mega one time and come back with a report. Because I'm somebody, I'm somebody who sometimes showers at the gym, which I think throws a lot of people off. Yeah, not. If not, I got somewhere to go, well, to when that. I belong to a gym, I need a new gym. Not trying to do that. Uh, okay, well there you go. The eight worst people at the gym. Uh, by the way, you see Schefter tweet this today. It was uh, he was ripping off Larry David, but today's the last day to say uh, Happy New Year. It's the last acceptable day to say Happy I New Year. I think he said he quoted Larry David. No, no, I'm that. saying yeah. I, I, I was giving him credit initially. I'm saying he's ripping off Larry David, but uh, today's the last day of the year to do that. Have you made a I resolution? I said at least another week. I said it to Scal earlier today. It mm-hmm. felt, but it felt it felt a bit much. It felt a bit much. I won't be saying it to Tommy Curran tomorrow. Uh, that's Meg explaining each and every day at this time. We have Bet Roulette picks for tonight. That's next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're right back to it. Jones and Mego on WEEI. WEEI. We're trying this season then an offensive tackle with four guys on injury reserve moving pieces. Yeah, no, that's not the way we thought it would happen when we acquired some of the guys at the beginning of the year and then more, but that is what it is. Bill Belichick very surprised that offensive tackle didn't work out this year. 
And again, I'm definitely not Dan Orlovsky, who joined us earlier today. If you missed it, use the Rewind feature on the Odyssey app. You can listen to our interview with Dan Orlovsky. Listen to our full interview with Brian Scalabrini. You can also listen live on the Odyssey app or by telling your smart speaker to play 93.7 WEEI. I'm not Orlovsky sitting here telling you the offensive line is the most important thing and the offensive line will carry you to a championship if you fix things. I think they had enough on the offensive line if they had a good quarterback and good skill players. Like, I think those things are way more important. But it also was a terrible plan at tackle this year. Trent Brown's unreliable. The guys they signed are bums. So Bill goes, yeah, gee, that's not what I expected to happen. (laughs) Oh, it's not? Well, then I guess it's okay, Bill. You didn't think it was going to happen. You didn't expect it to happen. So I guess the fact that it didn't work out... You're off the hook. You're exonerated. Like it's, I, It didn't jump out to me until Arkan sent it. I, I listened to that full interview, that full press conference. It didn't really jump out to me. It's insane he's trying to defend it that way by just, well, that's not what I thought was going to yeah, happen. Yeah, that wasn't the plan. It's like the plan was Riley Reef was going to play 16 games. Like, what was the plan exactly? Yeah. The plan wasn't very good. And, you know, just, and, and again, it's the tackle position. There was a lot of problems with the offense. It wasn't just the offensive line. And I disagree. I think the offensive line was uh, definitely a big factor here and that uh, both Zappy and Jones were running for their life all year. But either way, that was just a very odd way of, of answering that. I wonder how he'd answer like that same question about the wide receivers. Not what we thought you know? would happen. Yeah. Like, well, Kendrick Bourne got hurt. We didn't expect that to happen. Like, <laughs> you weren't a good offense with Kendrick Bourne. Well, I mean, Kendrick you know? Bourne got hurt and Devontae Parker got hurt and Juju Smith Schuster got hurt. Like, I mean, it's not what we expected to happen. It's like, okay. Yeah. Thanks, that's Bill. That's not the way we thought it would happen when we acquired some of the guys. That- I guess I'll just let you off the hook then. I guess uh, you're good and you didn't, you'd expect it to happen that way. You didn't foresee that. So you're good. You all is forgiven. Uh, it's Jones and Mego with Arcan here on WEI. You can stay tuned for Keith and Fitzy tonight. Uh, line up the phone calls there, 617-779-7937. They take over at 6 o'clock. Meanwhile, let's make some picks for tonight in Bet Roulette. All right, I'm going to give you a choice. You can either have the money and the hammer, or you can walk out of here. You can't have both. You don't f*** around in this place. You got it? Boom, boom. That's it. Gambling. Bet Roulette brought to you by Cars for Kids. The easy way to donate your car. You can donate your car and your car will be picked up tomorrow. Go to carsforkids.com. That's the number four. Or one eight seven seven cars for kids Cars with a K. Mego, you had the Celtics winning and covering last night. It went great. I had the Terps at home. Fear the turtle against plus uh, six and a half. number one Purdue. Thank you. Plus six and they a half. They lost by 15. Didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. I think it was 13 Arcan. But it was 14. Uh, okay, split the difference. Arcan did hit the. Oh, he's so pr- is he so proud of himself when he like hits yeah. on he hits the man hits on one bet, one bet, and he's like, wasn't it fifteen over there? Sits Mah. ten feet tall in uh, that chair. Hey, he hits he hits on the over last night, so we were one for three on our bets last night. Uh, that is a parlay that did not uh, come home. Uh, so let's see if we can do any better tonight. Mego, get us started. I'm worried about what these are going to be. Why? Six. Mego's role is a six. Uh, yeah, it's all basketball. I'll just tell you that I mean, right now. Lots uh, of, both college lots of teams are playing. and NBA basketball. No local teams are playing. But uh, the Pistons are playing. The, U- <gasps> the Utah Jazz, Jazz in Utah. And the Pistons are eight and a half point underdogs. What do you think Ooh, there, Mego? Eight and a half points. I mean, they are historically bad still. I'll take the Jazz. Yeah, I'll take the Jazz. At home? Yeah. In the thin. I definitely eight take the and Jazz. A half. Yeah. That's... I mean, that's a big number, but the Pistons are so bad. Is that a big number? Three no- wins. How many games in that losing streak do they lose by nine or more? I well, bet the it's Jazz hun- aren't great. No, but still, but uh, generally, and maybe I'd have to look at it this Pistons year. Pistons will, like, the Jazz generally are good at home. fight through it, though. It's not like they get entirely Utah's clobbered 15 by and 19. They're not good, but they're, yeah, but how, but uh, how they're are a couple they at games home? under 500. Okay, how are they at home? At home, they're 10, 10 and 5. five. 
Detroit do is the Pistons uh, fight through it or do the one Pistons, in sixteen. Do on the Pistons road. fight through it, or do they just play one good game against the Celtics? And that, they lost twenty eight in a row. I don't know how much fighting through it there was. Uh, Arkin, I rolled. That's a three. All right, that looks like a three, and that is college basketball. Seton oh, Hall, boy, uh, at Providence. Oh yeah, nice. and last time we had a Providence game. Well, I don't know if it was actually one that we called, but uh, I made a big bet based on a caller's recommendation. No, no, but you were on, you were on the Marquette side of it. No, but then he said, "Oh no, I actually want to bet Providence," which I did. Or no, no, I bet Marquette <laughs> and Providence won. Is what that's happened. exactly what happened. Uh, yes, and you were I on lost. the wrong side of it. I yes. was on the wrong side. Absolutely. Seton Hall is in Providence tonight. They are five and a half point underdogs. Providence favored. Uh, what do you think, Jones? Uh, I'll take the the Friars. Everybody knows. Uh, what what they won me over. Once they were able to take down Tyler Kolek and Marquette earlier this year, you don't come into the dunk or whatever they call it now. I don't think they call it the dunk anymore. Not the dunk anymore. But you don't come into the Providence Civic Center or whatever it is now, and you don't take down the Friars. Not when they're favored by, did you say five and a half? Yes. Five and a half at home against the Hall. Seton Hall, good luck. Back to New Jersey, guys. Providence is going to take it home minus five and a half. I got the Friars. All right. Here's my roll. It is a one. And that is Bucks Pacers rematch of Ooh. the uh, well that game they had in the uh, in the in season tournament and also maybe the funniest moment of the NBA season when they took Giannis's ball yeah <laughs> Giannis his took his ball, ball ran into the uh, into the locker room to take his ball and come did back they, did Bucks they just are, play again a couple days they ago they played did. four times already yeah they played a lot yeah played the Pacers they just played the other times. day. Well, they're playing again tonight, and the Bucks are three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. And uh, as much as I like the Pacers, and I do enjoy their run-and-gun style, and I love Tyrese Halliburton, I think the Bucks take this one. You got the Giannis, uh, you stole my basketball revenge game going on here tonight, and I think uh, the Bucks clear this one by at least four points. Uh, so, uh, Mego has Utah at home, favored by eight-and-a-half against the Pistons. I have Providence at home tonight. They're favored by five and a half against Seton Hall. Arcan going Milwaukee, uh, going with Milwaukee rather. You said three and a half point favorites against yes. the uh, Pacers. Uh, three and a half point favorites against the Pacers. I've already forgotten the number you just told me, Ryan. Five plus five fifty six. Five fifty six. Thank you. I was going to say five sixty five. Uh, you can follow along with that. We've hit on a few of these parlays. Uh, better than our NFL picks, I can tell you that. We're zero for right one now. in the new year. Oh, for we did not hit last Happy night. Happy New Year, by the way. Uh, last last day you're allowed to do happy, it. Happy New Year. Absolutely. I'll be saying that to Rich Keefe and Fitzy when they walk in here. Well, Keefe, maybe Fitzy will be uh, on Zoom. I will not be saying that to, to anyone tomorrow. It's the last day. I uh, I follow and observe happy the New Year. I follow and observe the Larry David calendar. I'm saying it till Valentine's Day. <laughs> well, happy gonna, winter. We're officially in winter oh, in good. the new we're, season. Are we out of Sprinter? Or is Sprinter no, still Sprinter coming up? Sprinter comes later. Oh, but we're out of the holidays. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're out of holidays. Uh, congratulations. All right. It's a beautiful harvest. Stay tuned for Keith Very and Fitzy. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 here on WEEI. That's you the pumpkin market. I don't know this song. And the card inside would say thank you for being a friend. Boobs versus pedophiles. You go with boobs. That's a nice thing. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t <sighs> 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 